0: At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we check your delivery order for freshness at every step from farm to store and pick and pack every veggie in your free pickup order with care because we treat your food the way we'd want ours to be treated. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply.
1: And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
2: At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.
3: All right, and we're live. What's up, what's up, what's up? up? Y'all already know, it's your girl, Ash. Y'all know I'm the creator of Black Girl Interrupted. And welcome to another episode of Black Girl Interrupted. As y'all can see, I have, I never can get my hands right when it comes to doing this. So you see, I got my boy Dex from Breaking the Stigma. And then I got my girl, Lachelle, who is the CEO of Resume Chick. And she's straight out of New Orleans, y'all. So let me go there you go now I finally maybe could possibly get the fingers together all right Dex introduce yourself they want to know who you are tell them about what you do and and you you know how it go Uh, the introduction
4: all right I guess I'll introduce myself I ain't that friendly of a person I mean whatever I'm uh I'm one of the three co-hosts of breaking the stigma podcast catch us every Monday 8 p.m. Eastern No YouTube Facebook Twitch, Spotify, all them platforms. We we everywhere. Don't don't ask. We we did it. But I'm just i uh, I'm a black man, obviously. Marine Corps veteran. I've seen some things, I've done some things. Uh, I at one point in my life I was actually studying to be a therapist. And then I realized that I ain't trying to help other people with their problems every day, maybe once or twice a week. But every day, y'all people make me mad. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers, just dumb, and I don't feel like trying to do all that. Cause, uh, hmm, what's that? That saying? Y'all don't pay me enough for this. Nah, y'all ain't paying me enough for that. Because, uh, as as I say on my show all the time, therapy is not easy. It is not painless. It is very painful. You have to rip the scabs off, and I don't need you looking at me like you ready to fight me because i told you what you needed to hear about yourself not what you wanted to hear so be careful what you ask for i'm the person to bring it to you right
3: and down at the
5: hey everybody I'm michelle of resume Chick llc. I am a licensed career coach a resume writer I do interview prep sessions branding models, jingles Anything dealing with writing and proofing and editing. I'm your girl. Um, you can find me at resume llc.org on instagram i'm underscore resume chick llc and on facebook on resume chick llc Hey,
3: and I'm so happy, so happy to have these two beautiful people with me tonight. Y'all already know how I start the show. True. Before I get started, y'all already do. I do, y'all know I do my mental health check in. So, y'all drop in the comments. Let me know how you feeling today. Today, I know all day today is Tuesday. How you been feeling? How was the weekend for you? You know, oh, there go our boy. <laughs> and hey. <laughs> that's
4: my that's my brother yo. that's my brother and my brother yo.
3: yeah um, good to see you good to see you thank you for tuning in with us tonight so yes y'all drop in the comments let me know how y'all are feeling so while we're waiting on the comments to roll in people are still tuning in miss lachelle how you feeling today how matter of fact how was your weekend
5: my weekend was nice. It was really, really nice. Um, today, I'm feeling a little boosah. Um, even though it's Tuesday. Um, I'm, like, doing some new things on the 9 to 5, and it's pretty intense. So, tonight is one of those nights that I probably, probably may need a... A glass of wine or
3: something after the show, <laughs> girl. You can get a glass of wine while you own the show.
5: Yeah. See, I- I get a- up. let me
3: tell you. Let me tell you. So, Asra says he says I'm great as usual. Negativity can't stick to me. Let it right. bounce and slide off me. Yes, That's yes, right. honey. That's, That's right. what we have to do. You know he's crazy, day. I mean, if, if at any moment you need to go get you a glass of wine, go get a glass of wine. Like I say, on Black Girl Interrupted, what you see with us is what you get. Nobody puts on a facade. Nobody does any of that. You know, we, we chill. We we talk about uncomfortable things. And it's a safe place. There's no bullying, no no none of that. Because I will block you in a moment. And they know that. So don't come on here with your rah rah, y'all. Y'all know how I get down on Black Girl Interrupted. So Dex, I know I was just with you yesterday on his podcast. Like I say, Dex hosts a podcast on Monday nights called Breaking the Stigma. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, And I had to bring him on because of what we're going to be discussing tonight. You know, as I stated, y'all know June, I'm celebrating Black men. So every topic is going to be in regards to Black men. So That's what's that. That's what's I have to, you know. Um, Last month, I did it on mothers. I celebrated Black mothers. I talked about everything in regards to mothers. You know, we talked about miscarriage, adoption, abortion, pregnancy, stillbirth. Those are things in regards to mothers that we as Black women, we do not discuss. You know, we rank 43% higher than white women when it comes to uh, maternal um, immortality. So Black women are higher number, higher risk to die while giving birth. And those are conversations, again, that we don't talk about. So y'all already know Black Girl Interrupted is about having uncomfortable conversations, unpacking those suitcases, and being able to heal to move forward in just a beautiful direction. No, I'm not a therapist, but every story that I share on here, y'all know is personal and is my personal stories. So Ms. LaShelle, that is Black Girl Interrupted. These are my personal stories. These are things that I've experienced in life or people that are around me that have experienced these things. And I came here to share their stories and mine too. This is my therapy session. Right. You yeah. know, Being a person Indeed. that suffers from okay. depression and anxiety, yeah. this is my safe space. So when I can't talk to my therapist, you know, I get one session a week. I come on here and, and, and this is how I unpack my suitcases. This is how I'm able to Keep going. So before we even jump into tonight's topic, of course, y'all know I'm talking to black men. So, Dex, let me ask you by you being the the lone black man on the panel tonight, how are you feeling today? How was your weekend? Let me ask you that. And happy belated birthday again. Don't you start
6: that?
4: Don't don't, don't you you start that mess? Don't 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 do that. Don't do that. Don't get beat up. (laughs) My birthday is a day that is after the first week of the month in June. So, you know, bills are still going to be due, you know, things of that nature. So it's just another day. Y'all can celebrate all that later. I share a birthday with Mick Foley, uh, Alan Iverson, Prince, uh, and a few others. So you can celebrate them. Lead me the hell out of it. Nope. Unless you're trying to monetarily bless me, then I hey I'm cool with that. Cause you know, bills and shit. <laughs> they come every 28 days like little stalkers. I mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> but honestly, my mental I'm 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 doing pretty good. You know, I got to I got the guide one through high school. She finished up uh right after Memorial Day. Um And I get to do it again next year. She'll be a senior. And uh, yeah, at this moment, I'm tired and just getting into a normal routine. Uh, I I got a nice support system, you know, Matt and Dre. I, I can talk to them about things that I don't necessarily feel like talking to Kim about, even though I can talk to her about anything. It's just that, you know, with the fellas, I can talk to them and get another fella's point of view before I be like, you know, let me talk to the missus and she'll tell me her side and then I'll just be like, you know, maybe I, I don't know if I was right or wrong. She she didn't feel it, but maybe somebody else understands why I tried to do that first. So, uh, you know, I have that, but other than that, I, I have a lot of escapes and I have a lot of things that people might think are odd that are like little triggers for me to keep myself grounded. Like if, if you notice, I always have at least a glove on. Uh, usually I usually have something like a rubber band or something because I've been through combat. I, I've, I've seen a lot of things and it, it's something I can pull on or I could pull a rubber band and let it go when I'm in a, in a room that I'm not comfortable in because if there's more than five people in a room, I'm starting to count bodies and I'm counting exits because right. in my, my mind automatically goes to, all right, if one thing go wrong, how many do I got to take down to get out this dough? Because I'm going home.
3: And And you know what you just said right there, Dex was so um it was much needed, you know, because you know the triggers and you know what you could do to try to help calm that. So Miss Lachelle, let me ask you, when you get overwhelmed when you are anxiety is at a thousand, what do you do like what what is soothing for you like
5: What's soothing for me is a walk, especially if you know the time allows, if it's during the day, you know that walk really does it for me. I mean, literally, if I'm sad, depressed, anxious, worried, that's been my go to really for a couple of years now when I went through some things, um, with losing my mom. I discovered then. I'm like, okay, well, let me take a walk, and it really it helps. And during the mm-hmm. pandemic, it's 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 been like a a savior. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um.
3: I am. I'm not a a writer. You know how some. You know how therapists say, write down how you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not easy for me to write. I can talk to you. Like what we're doing now, this is what is easy for me to do because when my anxiety is at a thousand, it's like my brain is all, it's like a scrambled egg. And it's like, I have so much to say to you at one time. So I can't write, I I have to call you and say, hey, Dex, this is what's going on today. I'm this, 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 or Lachelle. I woke up today and, and today was just it, it seemed dark today for me versus me trying to text you and say this, this, this. I mean, I'm is I can tell you I'm good or I'm okay. But if you say, Well, tell you know, tell me about it, then at that point I have to call you. Yeah. And I was a rubber. Like, you know, um pillowcases, um, shirts, you know, whenever I felt anxious and I got nervous, that was you know that's my thing. So, y'all keep dropping in the comments. Let us know how you feeling tonight. But we're gonna go ahead and we are gonna jump into tonight's topic. Hence, you see the green banners. Hence, you see I got my guy Dex from Breaking the Stigma. Hence, you see I got my girl Lachelle, who is a licensed coach. So this is what we're talking about tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Black men and mental illness. The soul of the black man. When you hear that, and Miss LaShelle, I'm gonna ask you first. When you hear that, not the not the title, but the soul of the black man. What comes to mind when you, when you hear that? When me just saying that, you seeing the title. What comes to mind?
5: I'm going to be totally honest what comes to mind for me is like the the beauty in oddity like a, a king that's so different you know what I'm saying that sometimes or maybe even all the time the majority of the time he's not even recognized for his prestige he's underrated I feel he's undefeated. I feel he's the chosen one. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Thanks. We're describing you, Black man. We've just described you. You're you're unapologetic. You're a king. You're underappreciated. You're undervalued. Yeah. Yeah. How does that make you feel to hear that from your sisters? because I know y'all don't hear it enough. I know you
4: don't. Hearing it, you know, it, I, I, it's appreciated, you know, it's appreciated, we, it, it, you know, grateful hearing it. But when you talk about the title of the show, the, the topic, what do I hear and feel inside when we t- bring it up? The black man has, you know, you know, code switching is something we do. So I'm gonna break it down in those terms. Because it's it's a multi-layered thing. The black man is truly unheard. Regardless of what anybody wants to say or do, they're, it, they're unheard because what they really want to say, they don't know how to say. Because when the, w- the way we were raised, we were raised not to speak. So when you really got something to say, you don't know how to say it because you were raised not to communicate.
6: Mm.
4: So when we do try to communicate we end up either lashing out or acting out so I also see tears of a clown because I do that I used to rock the tears of a clown all day I make other people laugh all day but if you looked into my eyes and you seen the darkness that resides they'd have my ass committed Ooh. and the other is you know you know, I do believe You know, black men are kings and black women are queens. I also believe that when you talk about the black man, it's heavy as the head that wears the crown, because that burden is not something that people truly think know they what they're talking about. People love the 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 you know take parts of our culture and claim it or 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 modify it to fit their needs, but they don't want to actually have to go through what I gotta go through as a black man in this country. Because if I, we treated y'all like y'all treated us for 400 some odd years, this motherfucking country wouldn't exist. you have been on burnt that bitch to the ground in two years. Because remember, you, you did you, you, you went on a rampage against uh, England over some goddamn taxes and you burned all, you threw all the tea in the goddamn river. But you know, you wonder where we got it
3: from. Y'all told us. You told us y'all taught us violence was the way. Oh, I, I don't know. Where, where do we get it from?
4: Because in the African culture, in the African countries, yes, we took slaves, but a slave wasn't the same thing as a slave in America. A slave was a captured war chief that was still respected. He was not sold off. He was not beat. He was not abused. He was still respected. He was still treated pretty much like royalty. So again. Where we get it from,
6: motherfucker?
4: Hmm. Oh, did you think just because I joke all the time on my show, I push buttons and make funny noises, that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing? See, y'all, yeah, they don't want these goddamn problems. They don't want these motherfucking <laughs> problems
6: because
4: the the evil marine is waking up, and I gotta remember that I'm still a dad, and I, I'm always on dad duty, and you know I don't want to getting my dogs because you know if I start if I start barking, my kids are gonna come downstairs making sure I ain't I ain't blowing a head gasket or gave myself a heart attack. Because, you know, I do that enough with these clowns right back here.
3: Uh, idiots. Yeah, we, but, we we see the shirt. Yeah, they don't
4: know football. I don't know why the shirt said Falcons know football. They ain't known football in years. We hired Thomas Dimitrov <laughs> as a GM a couple of years ago. But, but y'all got Sean Payton as a head coach. So, you know, we about even because that motherfucker can't coach. He coaches himself out of victories. But, you know, that's, you know. I have to watch Falcons games because my fiance is a Saints fan. So I watch y'all stuff and I don't never, I don't never make fun. I'll never complain. I'll never pick at her. But she hates Sean Payton as much as I hate Thomas Demetrius. That motherfucker. I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know how you do it. These last few years. I don't
3: know. Michelle, what you think? These last few years. Yeah, Sean Payton, had, he, he hadn't been. Mm.
4: I'm still. <laughs> Them, 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 playoff losses is on him. If he would have stopped trying to really showboat, no. he want to run up the score instead of just hey, you, you, you already ahead. Kick the goddamn field goal. Let your defense breathe on him, and you got the win. Nah, I want to be, I want to be fancy. Let's go for it. Oh look, Drew got sacked. Ooh, Drew threw a pick because his arm ain't got strength in it no more. I'm gonna complain to the refs. What about the rest of the time y'all had after that play?
6: That's coaching
4: <laughs> That's coaching, son. I played high school. That's coaching. I was in the military. That's leadership. That's coaching. That's all on you. You didn't, you didn't teach your team to, Oh, y'all ran to adversity. What do we do after? Get your ass up and play. Nah, we going to quit and bitch. <laughs> y'all are much better than what y'all, what y'all, what y'all records say because you got a f- funky ass head coach, but that's another topic. I know I could be team. unbiased in this motherfucker huh did you you know that shit, <laughs> you? yeah yeah I got I can, I got layers to this shit now there's layers to this shit.
3: y'all know I love Sean Payton y'all know I love my Saints yes they run my blood pressure up every season but uh <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
6: yeah. Said my
3: anxiety took 30,000 every game everything
4: like it ain't like having being a Falcons fan and having a defense can't, that can't hold water in the fucking ocean yeah, I'm talking about y'all bitch asses. What? <laughs> Goddamn hoes. I don't give a shit. Oh, so what were we talking about? The soul of a black man? That That's that's one of the things I have to do. I have to either make myself laugh or get into one of my things that bring me comfort. That's gaming and sports. And Thanks to Dre, I've been watching fucking cooking videos on YouTube and shit. Plunk ass his fat ass always hungry. Uh uh I'm I'm always watching tech videos, you know, upgrading computers or building them or repairing them or something. And lately it's landscaping things cuz when I buy my own house, I'm a, uh I I got I got plans. So, yeah.
6: Whew.
3: Yeah. Wrong man shit, right? Boink. Absolutely. So, Bringing the conversation away from football because, you know, you know, we I'm that de- black girl interrupted is definitely going to do. oh something We can do that cool. all day.
4: But yeah, let's get back on. Let's get back on topic because, you know, I, so I did kind of t- derail <laughs> de- us in my my
3: bad. So tonight, again, we are talking about black men and mental illness. And I want to go into the soul of the black man. So as I jump into that, I have a video that I want to play and then we're going to roll into the first question of the night.
6: Depression
0: is the leading cause of disability in the world.
4: Listen, I know we talked about on the phone, and I know um, that you said you didn't really want to show your face or, like, reveal your identity as you're still going through what you're going through, and I respect that.
1: But I'm glad you gave me the time and and day to, to even sit down and talk to me about it. So, listen, with that being said, I want to make this as comfortable as possible for you. So, instead of me just, like,
4: asking you a bunch of questions, I just wanted, like... Let's just have a full length conversation. Man, I know I said this from my past, from my story, but I still want this to be like a conversation we having, and I want you
7: to feel at ease and at home, and let you know that it's a community out there for you. So I think the biggest question we could just, like I said, the question we're going to start with, we could just jump in, like, I'm going to let you flow is what is depression like for you?
4: Especially being a black person.
8: It's very tough to. To deal with, and the reason I didn't want to be shown or have my voice because I'm still learning how to come out of the shadows with it. And boy, I realized that I need to do, I needed for my health, for my health, for me to help others, the people that love me. Um, this world as a whole, my black culture to, to continue to be a voice for the voiceless, along with others to step out of the shadows and and do this. So you know, for me, um. It's important, to, but some days are hard, man. Some days I don't want to talk, move, breathe. There's suicidal thoughts, I, I'm angry, I'm a, Like, some days are really, really hard um, to deal with.
4: In particular, Phil, what is it like being a black man who's depressed?
5: Mental health is not such a big deal in the African-American community. We're taught, you know, that there's nothing wrong with you. You're crying out for
3: attention. You're just sad. You know, you just, you, there's nothing wrong with you.
8: I started to see people die around me i started to see you know celebrities come out and talk about it i started to see the effects of you know having childhood trauma or going through a traumatic state or ptsd or having depressing moves that you haven't had the ability to talk about with anyone so that it leads to clinical depression
9: the science is clear early adversity dramatically affects health across a lifetime.
8: As a black community we're still trying to learn how to have these tools in order to better it. So for me, man, it just was like I'm not gonna suffer any more in silence. I don't like film like this. I'm gonna change the way I look at things and also I'm gonna change others for the better.
6: So
3: you do know that's what we do. We hide behind a mask, a facade, because we're afraid. What did that video mean to you, Dex?
4: I ain't like it. I don't like it for a few reasons.
3: Talk to me. Tell me why.
4: Well, for one, it goes back to why breaking the stigma was start. Breaking the stigma started because we knew that men needed a safe space for mental health. You know, to be able to, to, to learn and to, to vent and to grow and to, to take this journey together. We started breaking the stigma the day after Kobe Bryant died. Seeing grown men in the street cry for a man that they are not tied to by blood or or even by uh, friendship or camaraderie. It it warmed my heart and it pissed me off all at the same time. The reason being is, is because in the black community, I'm going to be real with you and I'm, I'm going to attack us. We don't give a shit about each other, our health, our mental or anything until somebody famous died. Let's take the most recent one. Nobody gave a shit about DMX and what was going on with him until his ass committed suicide by, by way of drugs. Oh, don't talk ill one day. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Because you didn't care either. You didn't give a shit. Because if you gave a shit, him, his death, and many others could have been prevented because somebody could have got some help. But, and I'm getting ready to come at your greasy mama, your greasy grandmama, your greasy granddaddy, and all them motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers taught you, oh, you're just supposed to suck it up. You, you ain't supposed to cry. You ain't supposed to, you ain't supposed to do nothing. You, never, no. That's weakness. No. Being weak is, is trying to do everything by your goddamn self trying to hold it all in until your ass erupt like a goddamn volcano. And then you don't know why you erupting like a volcano. You don't understand why crumbs on the floor now look like a do- goddamn mountain to you. You're just like, why in the hell is something so small pissing me the fuck off? Because there's nothing left inside of you. You have no more space left. And you don't know how to actually fully process what's going on because you were taught at a young age to... You're just crying out for attention. You're just acting out. But are you acting out? You might be asking you know for
3: help and you're being told that you are full of shit. And you know, because I want you to continue. I want you to finish. That's what they say. That's what they're saying about Kwame Brown, that he's crazy.
4: Shit, Kwame more in tune than anybody else right now. Kwame ain't got no problem calling a spade a spade he don't call down all them motherfuckers and he been right about all of them because last time I checked Kwame lives in Kwame's body and Kwame led Kwame's life
3: but that the reason I mentioned that is because of what you just said when you said people kept telling you to suck it up and Mm -hmm. then finally when you erupt like a volcano Mm -hmm. now all of a sudden you know and that's
4: Oh, uh, now I'll send you a problem, child. But see, the thing is, is and, I'm, I'm, and let's take it to Kwame real quick. Y'all talk sh- shit about this man for 20 goddamn years in the media, and this motherfucker ain't said a motherfucking word until he got tired. And now that he done went back at y'all asses, he don't clap them motherfucking cheeks. You don't know what to do. You forget he lived his life. Y'all was on the outside, he was on the inside. He got receipts. Y'all don't like it. Now you bitching. But see, the thing about receipts is—that's that thing called evidence.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, the burden—you know—the the, the the burden of proof is on the state. Kwame Brown was the state; he got the proof. Now, 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 you being anti and trying to dispute actual, factual, federal facts—what's wrong with y'all? What
3: kind of weirdo shit is this? Oh sis What did you think About the video
5: I'm enlightened in a sense Because Growing up And even in this same time You don't see many videos Like that with Black males Let alone black people Even discussing Mental Health or mental awareness or treatment or anything Um, as we've all agreed upon um, and I know just in my family and being a a black woman you know you're too sensitive or she's crazy or you know she wants attention or she's you know it's just kind of like girl bye but we have a long way to go but talking about it, spreading awareness, can only normalize. And I'm like a believer um, in like any type of creative measures to just kind of spread the word, you know, especially in the communities where we know it's just not popular, you know. This it does
3: whatever it wants to do, but I'm still here. But anyway, <laughs> uh it does. I've noticed that whenever we start talking about real life topics, then technology just starts to act crazy. Because when see there it goes again.
4: Turn it off and turn it back on.
3: Okay. <laughs> You know what? Let me turn my there we go. There we go. Now I'm better. I stepped on the cord. This <laughs> what I'm talking about. Let me turn my head this way. That's let all good. I'm telling you, it always does this to me. Every time. Let me turn my body the other way. Let me let me get away from it. So we have a couple of comments that rolled. Okay, I may just have to be in. You know, I just, I, y'all may just have to hear my voice. They may not be able to see my face, but you can still hear me talking. Oh, uh, I don't know mm-hmm. why. It's, there you go. Hold now. It's tripping. Because we're talking about real live things, and you know, people don't like to have real live conversations. That's okay. I'm just going to stay in the dark. That's all right. It's never done this before. Hold up. Let me move this this way. But anyway, as as I'm trying to get my life together over here, um, when I first watched the video, I said that is so me because I hide behind a mask when it comes to talking about how I feel. You know, I tell people I'm okay, I'm good. But deep down like Dex said tears of a clown.
6: Mm
3: -hmm. I focus on making everybody else happy pouring into everybody else and I've forgotten Mm -hmm. about me. So when I watch the video I say you know what it's time for me to remove this mask. That's what it's time for. Um, And that's what launched Black Girl Interrupted last year. I launched in October. And I had a breakdown. So much was going on. Hmm. And I'm going to tell you what sent me over the edge. I lost my bank card. And the doctor asked for the payment because I had to get some paperwork filled out. And I broke down and started crying in the doctor's office. I was like, yeah, I'm going live tonight. I'm I'm the voice for somebody that's afraid to speak. And here's Black Girl Interrupted.
6: Yeah.
3: So, we're going to jump into the this question oops let me go back so my girl christina hey girl good to see you good to see you good to see you tap in with my girl she is the creator and ceo of women of empowerment inc woe inc w-o-e-i-n-c you can find her on instagram i've done a couple of episodes with her Hopefully in July, I could bring her on my show, ma'am. I'm talking to you, Christina, (laughs) because I have some amazing topics for July. Hey, Willie. Hey, my baby. Good to see you, my sugar plum. All right. So. Why is mental health such a taboo subject for the black man? I'm going to start with you, Miss Lachelle. Why do you think... You know what? I'll start and then Miss Lachelle and then you, Dex. So why do I think mental health is such a taboo subject for the black man? Why is it a taboo subject for the black community? Period. But, you know, like Dex was saying, because men were taught that they were supposed to be strong. You were supposed to show no emotions. Nothing was supposed to bother you. You were supposed to be this big, tough guy. You were supposed to be able to take on anything that comes your way. So when you have these black men break down, it's like, oh, you a bitch. You're weak. You, you know, and these were the things that we as black mothers would tell yeah. our sons. We told our black sons, not just black dads or black grandfathers or, or black grandmas, but we as black mothers used to tell our sons that you better not cry. You cry, I'm gonna give you something to cry about. Men don't mm-hmm. cry. Suck that up. Get up. That don't hurt. So now here we are left to deal with these emotionally detached men, who the moment they try to display some type of emotion. We as black women, we shut them down. Yeah. We rake them across hot coals. We drag them for the filth. Here, that's what we do. We do not allow the black man to express the way that he feels. Why? He's human. He's just a, dif- a different gender. He's supposed to feel pain. He's supposed to feel angry. He's supposed to feel hurt but we don't allow black men to do that. So this is why when black men say, you know what? I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I'm losing my mind. This is why. This is absolutely why. Because we didn't allow you, Dex, as a black man to display your emotions. We told you not to. You're weak if you do that.
4: I can't let You're you not just, a
3: man let, if you do I that. I can't
4: let you just touch out the mothers though. I can't. Because
3: but I don't, you
4: know, especially, I don't pass just the moms. but especially just black dads and and black and black grandfathers and great grandfathers and uncles and cousins.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Oh, he weak. I'll beat the bitch out of him. Your own, your own flesh and blood, your own father figures, taking you in the backyard and punching you in the fucking chest because they you feel like off you your weak. Bite. You, they feel like you weak. So I'm gonna have to toughen you up by abusing you. That ain't that's not toughening the child up. That's abusing.
3: But I'm not just bashing the black moms. No, you know. You know I talk about the dads too. Uh, and I said, you know, not just the dads, but the moms too. Mm-hmm. And the grandmothers.
4: Mm-hmm. We did that. it's the black community as a whole. Right. Hell, you go to school if you weak they think you weak. Oh, you 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 made a mistake. You show some emotion. Now you're getting picked on for however many years of school you got left. Because mm-hmm. especially black people, we don't never let shit die. Shit should have died ten seconds after after the fad started. And we brought that bitch up twenty years later, like it's still hot. Yeah.
3: Miss Lachelle?
5: Yeah, I think um, because it's been such. An unrealistic standard Um, and other ethnicities have always, and we've seen it on TV and heard about it, you know, they're seeking mental health. You know, they see a therapist when their parents.
9: Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on must-haves to make spring your season. Like twirl-worthy dresses for 79 dollars and under. 50 to 65% off effortlessly cool suits from Tommy Hilfiger and more. And 65% off Charter Club damask sheets and bedding. And get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in-store today. Details at macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
5: divorce or you know when they have a loss or something like that and honestly growing up for me i mean it used to just kind of be like what really is it why would you go to the doctor you know to tell people your problems and i mean i hear especially a lot of black males i wouldn't dare go to a counselor and tell them my business but it's really therapy and it's a form of treatment um i think it's just the history repeating itself as Zix was saying, you know, the grandfathers are you know uncles and stuff like that because that's what we were taught. and it was it, it was a lack of um, knowledge, education, maybe resources, you know, insurance can play a part of it. but again, you still have resources in your community. So I think the more we talk about it though,
3: just, you know, the domino effect. Mm. So, I'm trying to get to the whole comment. because oh, we have a comment. Let me go to it.
6: <laughs>
4: part, part of another reason why mental health has a stigma in the Black community is because health as a whole yeah. has a stigma in the Black community. Ooh. and it's and, and a lot of it is because We've been growing up being told that, you know, the doctors and the nurses and everybody got it out for us because we black. And yes, there there's a lot of evidence that does prove those things. But at the same time, even when changes are made, we hold on to shit like like it's got damn super glued to our hands. It's like, okay, we've seen the changes being made in the system, but now nah, they, they still doing the same stuff.
5: How do you know? Yeah, right. How do you it- know? It's definitely trust issues, but like you said, you have to get over that.
4: Cause, 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 I know, cause the way I was taught, the way I was raised, and and then and, and, and then my 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 silly ass Marine Corps side, I could break my fucking leg right now, and I, I'll go outside, put some goddamn dirt on it, take some motion and some water, and tell y'all motherfuckers leave me alone. That motherfucker heal in a week.
3: <laughs> okay. So, as, as real says, because I definitely want to read this. You can't see the whole comment, but I, I, I'm going to read you the whole comment. So he says, sorry, hey, this is lengthy, point. but you don't have to read it, but I'm going to share LOL. He says, I have a story myself. I had to hold everything in when I was young. One day, I was probably 18 or 19, and I was with friends, all having a good time, and something triggered me, and I told them to take me to my dad's house. I didn't live there at the time. I'm about to destroy everything. They knew that wasn't in my personality and they laughed it off. They laughed it all off. They dropped me off and one friend lived down the street. He heard everything and called the others to let them hear it. I busted every window in the house, aimed for expensive stuff. I could see to break. He said, and busted all the windows in every car out as he had multiple. Eventually, I went back and admit to him it was me and that I paid for it as that was way out of character for me. From that day, I have actually created personas as that is why that is my way of dealing. I've always mm-hmm. been naturally scatterbrained and this is, and this yep. fracturing of personas allows every part of me to be healthily expressed. Yep. No, I am not schizophrenic. I do not have DID. It is a way that has worked and continues to work for me. It's also why I can't smoke weed. Smoking turns off my ability to be scatterbrained and effectively cuts off my access to the natural multiple thoughts I have and like to have. But I am thankful for my scattered brain self because I believe it's what gave me the ability to give every side of me a voice in a safe and healthy way. He's safe. As crazy as it may sound, LOL. Sorry, I know it's kind of lengthy. Bobby,
4: you don't have multiple personalities. you just an android. We've had this conversation before. You just need to recharge your battery sometimes.
3: That's all. And there's my sis. Hey, Kalila, thank you for tuning in with us tonight.
4: And so Astro has another comment. He says, "My goddamn brother, that boy is something else." Yeah.
3: He said, "But Dex can attest to my ability to shut out negativity from me playing Smite, a game with a very nice community, simply because I enjoyed it and it was something I wanted to master, amongst other things."
4: yeah that's him that's him that's so that, that, that's that's Christ- definitely him in a nutshell
3: right so miss Christina says men are conditioned yeah. to hold back their feelings especially black men yeah. because expressing your feelings is portrayed as feminine we have to change that with our children
6: mm-hmm.
3: I absolutely agree you know i was I was that mother that I didn't allow my son to express his feelings. You know, if if you go back to my earlier episodes, I talk about that. You know, um, and I'm ashamed of it, but I I take accountability for that because now my son, he's 20 years old now. And what he does when he's angry, he likes to punch and kick holes in the wall. That's the way he expresses his anger, and I, you know, and I've had to sit down and have a conversation with him, and I, you know, we've got to find other ways for you to channel your energy. Yeah, we have to find other ways, but I'm the cause of that. I'm, I, I won't say I'm a hundred percent, but I'm about fifty of it, and his dad plays the other fifty percent. And that's one thing, you know, and and that's what I when I go back to my comment that I said earlier, Dex, not to bash. Black women, but we have to hold ourselves accountable now,
6: yeah.
3: Instead of, or oh, the dad did this, the dad, or the uncles, or the grandfather, moms did it too, yeah. So, we have mm-hmm. to rearrange that narrative. You know, it's time for us mothers to take accountability for the way our children are not a hundred percent, but 50 percent, yeah. So, you know, that's that's why I feel like mental health is such a taboo subject for the black man. And, and you know, and like you say, that's not just for the black man, but the whole black community, because we were told whatever goes on in this house, it stays in this house.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Or you were told mm-hmm. to go get a Bible, go read this scripture. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with you. Go read, just pray it away. It, God, God's God's going to heal it for you. And I'm not saying God doesn't work. But sometimes you need that outlet. You need that unbiased person to sit down and talk to and say, hey, I'm feeling real fucked up today.
7: I'm going a, I'm a, I'm a to interject
4: real quick. Go ahead. As a man with PTSD, depress, depression, schizoaffective disorder, anxiety, and a few other things, one of the worst things you can tell somebody going through something at one time is pray it away. My mama, my grandmama, my grandfather—you know—they they're big in church. My my actual father and my actual great grandfather were pastors of churches. If I'm going through something, do not tell me to pray it away. That is one of the quickest ways to get your ass excommunicated from me. Because I know the back the Bible backwards and forwards because I had to know it. Right. So. I'm going through all this, so tell me in the Bible where your God is okay with his child going through all this stuff that he can't control. Because this is the same book that says uh, any unclean woman should be stoned. The same one that says you should be killed for eating any impure thing that ain't, what, fish and bread oh, come on, I can keep doing this all day. This is the same book. No, no. he got jealous. The the same guy that got jealous and flooded the earth because he felt like it. But he took two of every animal and put them on a boat. You know, carnivorous animals that didn't decide to kill each other off. Whereas science has already proved to us where you can't do that. You put all two of anything together and you got some beasts in there. Them, them non-beasts ain't going to survive. They're going to become a snack. Right. I can play this game with you all day and all night. Or, or would you like to or, or would you like to have this conversation about how the image of Jesus is not the actual is not what Jesus actually looks like? Because uh, hair like wool, skin of bronze is a black man. Hello, somebody. Come on. Keep playing with me. That white man that you see is not actually Jesus. That is at the uh, the original painter's son, and they took it and fashioned it as Jesus. Look it up. I ain't got time. I ain't got time to teach you. You can teach yourself. That's what research is for. We ain't gonna talk about how in the them. Bible it, it said it says that the actual angel, the actual image of an angel, scared them. That's why every time that they showed up, they had to say, "Fear not. I am not here to harm you." the actual image of angels and the actual image of demons have been swapped to make the Bible better palatable because the Bible is a book to control. Or would you like to talk about all those wars that will fall in the, in the name of what? Oh, I'm sorry, Christianity? Mm. What was the KKK started for? White power and Christianity, huh? Oh, you, mm. just just, you underestimated me black man you underestimated this black man you didn't want to play that game with me
3: carry on and that's one of the that goes to how i opened june was why the white man fears the black man they fear educated black men men that they,
4: they the fear truth. they fear our education because they know once we actually understand and get the truth on on everything that They have no control over us, and as me and Dre say all the time, the black men, the white people started hating us when we stopped working for free.
3: Ezra says, You already know I could go on from my POV too, but we'll be here all <laughs> night, hello,
4: yeah, bro, bro. Bro, you know, we but you, you, mm, you can't put us both in the same place together. What do you think? I get my wisdom from it, ain't me. <laughs> <laughs>
7: oh man
3: so miss lachelle i'm gonna go right here to this next question but before i do that i don't know if y'all remember khalif browder
4: go to and educate him.
3: the young man y'all remember Khalif Browder was 16, 17 when he was arrested
6: Mm -hmm. or
3: allegedly still in a backpack in New York because he was unable to post a thousand dollar bail. I think it was a thousand dollars. He sat in Rikers Island for three years, two of which he spent in solitary confinement. when I tell y'all about mental illness, all they wanted to do was load him down with pills. He eventually hung himself two years after he got out of prison. Mm -hmm. Two years.
6: Mm
3: -hmm. So I found this picture, y'all. look at this so khalif Browder, let me move this banner out the way so you can see the bottom so khalif browder because this plays a a major role in the mental health of the black men is the justice system <laughs> Clebrodo was the last have stolen a backpack at 16 years old. 3 years. Because he couldn't afford bail. And they kept pushing and pushing and pushing his court date back. Kept pushing it back. They wanted to wanted him to admit. If he admitted that he had done it, they would let him go home. <laughs> the beatings that this young man endured By not only the inmates, but the guards. I just wanted to remember Khalif Browder today. I wanted to remember him. This is Khalif Browder. I wanted to remember him today. I wanted to let the world know that he didn't die in vain but this is the face of mental health you have kid Cuddy. another face of mental health i thought that was so fitting you know for tonight's topic is to mention khalif router kid cutty I can't remember the young man's name. He was on Rizzoli and Isles. I don't know if you remember his name. He suffered from bipolar disorder who eventually committed suicide. Y'all don't realize how mental illness is so real and how the suicide rate is increasing amongst African-American boys and men. These are conversations we have to continue to have. Yeah. The show is not over by no means, but I just wanted to recognize, I just I wanted to highlight Khalif Browder for a moment. As a mother of a black man, the mother of two black girls, one of whom is currently in therapy because she became a cutter. The conversation doesn't end. We have to break the stigma.
6: Yeah.
3: We have to break the stigma. We have to continue to educate ourselves. I know this is not one of the questions y'all, but I, I, I just wanna ask this. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think the reason people, black people are now starting to talk about mental illnesses because it's it's a cool thing to do because now they're seeing celebrities do it.
4: Yes and no.
6: Miss Michelle, what do you
5: think? I think yes and no, but the biggest reason of yes is because, you know, it's so much that has happened within, you know, the past two years, like increasingly I don't know if it's because of social media, you know, we're finally like really really <laughs> seeing it like beyond the US, you know, people are tuning in on it or whatever, but um I think it's more prevalent, you know, we're we're seeing it just a lot more. And then, you know, you have those um trying to think on borders, you know, just because they're doing it will you know, that too. But yeah.
6: Next.
4: Uh, It's yes and no. It's yes because, you know, people are seeing the results of what therapy can do. Yeah. But it's also no, because it's not they're doing it because they see celebrities doing it. It's because they've tried everything else and there's nothing else left to try. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. else nothing else worked. So they gave up and said, all right, I'm going to do this because I was suicidal before. I tried six times. I failed, obviously. Uh, and I didn't feel like becoming a drug addict. I became a, a, a walking, talking billboard for a functioning alcoholic. I and, and so much so to where Dre and Matt had to stage an intervention. I, I tried to smoke my kneecaps off a couple times. That didn't work. Yeah, I tried to Whitney Houston. I tried. I, I swear I tried. I tried. So, but when all that's fell, and I get and, and I just gave up. But you know what? I'm tired of feeling like this. And before I would get fully suicidal, right before I would try, I get homicidal in nature. I see everyone, and I'm like, hmm. they all they gotta do is breathe wrong, and I'm gonna make sure that's the last thing they do.
3: And that
6: was because
4: your I, uh-huh. because after after a while, it was just like I you go through it so for so long you you start to learn your triggers but you also become more and more paranoid
1: morning noon and bite it's buy one get one for a dollar at mcdonald's choose from a sausage mcmuffin sausage biscuit sausage mcgriddles and hash browns for lunch enjoy a mcdouble mcchicken six-piece chicken mcnuggets and more buy one get one for a dollar You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out.
1: Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day.
0: Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit Wait,
1: how did you get in here?
0: Join in or at PlanetFitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details.
4: And uh, and in the same sense of the word, you don't learn all your triggers. You still, you can go through something to this day and think you know every one of your triggers and then a the new one will pop up.
6: Mm-hmm. Right.
4: Because... It happened to me a couple weeks ago, me and Kim, Kim was making something and the smell of what she made triggered me. And it was just like, I don't mean to know why the fuck I'm mad, but I'm furious.
6: Mm.
4: I, wow. I, there, there are certain video games that I used to d- be dominant at that I don't even turn on anymore because certain sounds, certain things bring back memories. And it's just like, I can't do this no more. If I do this again, I'm going. to This $1,700 uh, OLED TV is about to have a hole in it, and hey, <laughs> I worked my ass off to get my TV, so I got to make a pimp decision. Like Cat Williams said, do I want to do this, or do I want to do that? Right. And then, and then I got blessed with the greatest thing that I, I could ever be blessed with, is with the gift of fatherhood, and that's when everything else ceased to matter. It was like, okay. I'm now making decisions uh, based on what's going to keep me around long enough to see my kids get to a point to where they don't need me anymore, to where the life lessons and the things that I have instilled with them, they're ready to fend, because they'll never be truly ready to be on their own, but they have enough in them to where when life throws them something, they have learned enough how to evolve and adapt and Keep going.
6: Yeah.
4: So until wow. that until that moment hits, my black ass will be here. Oh, by hook or by crook, my black ass will be here. So.
3: So, real says.
4: <clears throat> as usual, I think it's a generational thing.
3: <laughs> he said, but I could go a lot deeper into it to make it short and quick. I feel like the baby boomer generation was me, 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 as a whole. Mm-hmm. And our generation is coming into realizing how wrong they were. Yeah, that,
4: it, it is absolutely true. Yeah. And because I had this conversation last night on breaking the stigma about cancel culture, it was my it was my uh, my my closing, uh, uh, you know, Your benediction, note. honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is how I closed the show because it was all me, me, me. Oh well, we did that. It's all right. No, just because you did it don't mean it was goddamn all right so now you got a generation that don't know right from wrong and now the the, the, the generation below us has us who's starting to realize you know what some of the shit that we had to endure and that we saw wasn't right we gonna hold some people accountable hold change some things to make it better Mm -hmm. oh y'all canceling everything that's bitch made no that's called being accountable so the people who are gonna grow up behind us have a chance to goddamn succeed
3: Mm oh You said that A word that some people don't like. What account there, go. there you go. Yeah. Until y'all like learn that. how to
4: grow up, until y'all learn how to grow up and be adults. This is a grown-up conversation. So either you get up to speed or go sit at the kitty table, like this is Thanksgiving
5: at the family reunion. Huh. Oh,
3: Miss Lachelle, did you hear that?
5: I hear. And I feel it with that accountability. Some people and I've had to come to terms with being accountable Um, and it's so weird because I just had a conversation with a family member the other day and it was all like you, you, you and I was just like, oh my where's your accountability? You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You You point one finger at me, me but what about
4: them four point back at you?
5: Yeah and I'm like yeah,
3: yeah. Look, mm.
6: there you go.
3: Look, I'm pointing at you, mm. but I got one, two, three, four. Mm. If I want to mm. get technical, I have eight now. Mm. Huh. So you
4: better you better sweep around your dough before you coming over here trying to put some shit on mine.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh, oh my.
4: Because uh, I, I I keep telling y'all I, I still am and always will be a Marine Corps veteran. You come up in my house
3: talking shit.
4: Don't be surprised if you have a hard time walking about this motherfucker. And that was uncomfortable. Okay.
3: But in order to get comfortable,
6: y'all know we have to we gotta get yeah. uncomfortable
4: first. Yeah, yeah. I, I I led Marines for a good portion of my time in the Marine Corps. My way of my way of leadership is is I gotta break you down to build you up. And that includes what your previous CO or your previous sergeant taught you because half the time they taught you the shortcut way. Now I'm gonna break it down to your Barney style. We're gonna break it all the way back down to the screws and we're gonna build the foundation up to where when I'm gone, your ass can survive because I've put squad mates in the dirt. I've had to call families and tell them that their son and daughter will not be coming home. So what you learned, forget it. This is a business now and I'm gonna teach you how I want things done. So your ass can make it up out of here. So when you go back in the civilian world, they won't even know your ass was in the military until you open your goddamn mouth and you tell them or you show them your resume. So. I want to know. Yep.
3: Okay,
6: there it is. Yeah, Why do I do black men face I know, I know greater mental health
3: challenges. Hmm? First off, hmm. can we say the lack of resources? Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely.
4: Uh, lack of resources. Yes. Without a shadow of a doubt, yes. Um, black communities across the country do not get what we need to actually make it, but we still find a, find a way to rub 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 wooden nickels together and make miracles. Don't ask us how, we just do it. Uh last I time I checked, it was we called Black Girl Magic, but god damn it, it happens.
3: I think we've all learned how to turn a dollar into 15, what 15 okay. cents into a dollar, wow. make a dollar out of 15 cents because uh I will take my home,
4: for example. I'm in Phoenix now. That that's where I okay. live. But okay. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. If I take your ass up up Cumberland, if I take you up into Sandy Springs, there's at least six hospitals.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Within spitting distance. Yeah. But if Roswell. I take your ass, but if I take your ass up, up off Campbellton Road where I used to live. Where's the nearest hospital?
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: It's by the airport. And it ain't even a full airport. It ain't even a full hospital. It's a health clinic.
5: Yeah. And that's what I was about to say. Then the quality, mm-hmm. you know, in the different areas or whatever. And I didn't uh, mean to uh-huh. oh, cut you out. I don't mean to cut you Yeah. But I just remember like growing up, um the health centers and health clinics in the area, you didn't even really want to go because they had a reputation of mm-hmm. being in the hood you mm-hmm. know the nurses and the doctors kind of treated you like a piece mm-hmm. of paper or a stat and you didn't want to go because you, you were like a person right, right. you, you raised, right but, you I you, but i tell you but i tell you what the
4: black community does have or does get in their communities besides excessive liquor stores and pawn shops oh how, how, many, how many plasma donation centers did uh, you see? Yeah. 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 I'm going to trick these black people into giving us some health stuff, and we'll just pay them a little bit of money while they damn near killing themselves, not knowing that if you donate plasma too many times in a week, your ass can actually drop dead because you only got so much blood in your body. Oh, did I tell you my fiance is in uh, is a dialysis technician? I know these things. You can challenge me if you want to. And I didn't know.
5: Woo! I didn't know. That. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Come on, sis. Yeah, yeah. I, because sis, I, I, when
4: when you donate plasma, they literally put you on a machine. It pulls the blood out of you, centrifuges it, and then puts it back in you. But when that blood is out of you, your whole body is cold as ice right I have literally gone and donated plasma before with a friend and that motherfucker crashed in the chair they had to revive his ass because the pool, the strength of the pool, was too strong wow it, it put his heart into a little bit of a shock and he was like wait whoa whoa what happened oh yeah they, they yeah yeah you, you, you almost got stretched to the body higgy, you
3: know that's all it, it ain't nothing dude you almost oh, got to the gate
4: yeah, you, I mean, you almost went to the upper room. You you almost
3: you, had a seat at the last supper.
4: Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't think you want to go because you know, uh, amongst us, there will be a traitor within our midst. But you know, we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that right
6: there. You know what
4: I'm saying? But you know, there there's that, and then there's the fact to where when you're doing these things, just like with dialysis, at any time, you that could be your last moment because those machines, at any time, if they lose power. Then
6: what?
4: Yeah. If, the, if the water system of that building is not correct, if it's not up to code, now they're pumping now they're putting tainted things in your body, then what? You went to go donate plasma, you came back, and you trying to figure out why you got all these infections. It happened, it happened, it happened in Davida, uh Baker Ferry Road, Atlanta, Georgia. It happened until my fiance got there and went toe-to-toe with. The, at the time, supervisor, until she made made them make the changes, patients were dying in them chairs because the water system of that building had mold in it. So y'all can't tell me. You can't tell me because I don't seen it. I seen it with my own eyes. I helped clean it with my own hands. I know what's there. Wow. They'll kill us off because that's just less for them to have to pay. I'm a veteran. I know how this works.
3: If you alive, so I got to pay you. If
4: you ain't here, I ain't got to pay you shit no more.
3: So going back to the question, why do black men face greater mental health challenges?
4: Because we're told we're supposed to be tough. We are told by, uh, our, our, uh, by our upbringing, you, you're just supposed to suck it up and keep it moving. The system is already and I ain't going to say it's rigged. It's working just the way it's supposed to. It's there to elevate a certain a certain uh, community, and I ain't going to say a certain race, is just a certain community, is it's there to elevate the 1%. It's just the 1%. And because we're not in the 1%, and unless we hit the lottery or we buy a sports franchise, we never will be the 1%. We're going to be a target. We, all, we were born with a target on our back. Our melanin is not something we can turn off. So we will always have a target on our back. Because one of my brothers, y'all seen, you've seen Matt, Matt is white, but Matt Matt has a target on his back because to them, he's a race traitor.
3: He's a nigga lover.
4: Exactly. But because we can't turn this off, I'm born with a target on my back. So from birth, I'm taught I have to be tough because this is a blessing and a curse. So our parents with all their utmost, utmost wisdom, did everything they could to make us tough so we'd be able to survive in the world. Not knowing that they were also hindering us and and handcuffing us and almost killing us, but you know, hey, they tried. So now my mental health is not something I ever even consider, or if I do consider it, my mind no medical goes, i that's bitch made, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. moving. I I got things I gotta do, there's bills to pay, there's this to do, there's that to do it's my job to provide let me get my ass up no, I, no I'm not dead let me get my ass up and go provide because that's what I'm taught I'm supposed to do that's why mental health is a great challenge for a black man because that's what we're told we're supposed to do get the fuck up keep the motherfucking moving if you do not so get sis, your ass up and keep it moving somebody will replace you
3: you want to piggyback on that sis uh,
5: Sure, um I also think like feeling like you're letting you know your family your your siblings and whoever down, um being ashamed, disappointed, it's just like it's really an unreal standard actually, and i I just can't believe it's gone on for this long, but um.
6: I just, it's, i, I It's unreal. <laughs> It's mind boggling.
3: Cause I, I'm with you in regards to that, because we've just downplayed and downgraded men's feelings and emotions.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's men and women, you know, yeah. um, Again, black men. Let, let's 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 <clears throat> look at media for a moment and how black men are portrayed in the media. Y'all are portrayed as all black men are are, are deadbeat dads, drug dealers, they're never gonna amount to anything. Mm. You know, black men are told they're not enough, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're inferior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is
4: my favorite word thug. thug. Oh you know, you're a thug. You're
3: a a drug dealer, and you can't have nice things unless you are selling drugs, and that the only thing black men could do is be rappers and athletes. Why? Because this is what this is the category and the stereotype that they placed on black men that this is all black men can do. Black men, the only way to get out of the hood is you got to play a sport, whether it's football Mm -hmm. or basketball. But I'm so happy and I'm so excited now that I'm seeing more black doctors. I'm seeing more black firemen. I'm seeing more black police officers. I'm seeing more black business or black men that own businesses other than just T-shirts. You know, they're getting into logistics. And, you know, when, when it comes to, you know, logistics, that was a white person thing. You get what I'm saying? Black people didn't know anything about logistics. So I'm, I'm glad to see more black men becoming business owners other than, and and don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking being a rapper, an athlete, but this is all Mm -hmm. they put on TV is that the only way you can make it is you gotta be this. You gotta be that, you know? So Azrael says, um, we're taught in the household to deal with it. We are not taught how to work through it or past it. And he says, Therefore we carry everything and keeping it attached to us and weighing us down as opposed to working through it, past it and leaving it there where it belongs. Facts. You know, like Dex just said, black men are taught to suck it up. It doesn't bother you. Oh no, it doesn't hurt. You're not supposed to be angry. You're not supposed to be sad. But again, you know, You black men are told that y'all are never going to be enough, that you'll never amount to anything, that you're going to be in one or two places, dead or in jail. And when you're told that, and then that's what you see in the media, you black men start to believe that.
6: Yeah.
3: And in your household, you know, daddy leaves or daddy dies or daddy goes to jail that takes a toll because now you now you're like well damn i don't have a positive male role model so now you look to the people in the streets Hmm.
6: Uh,
4: another problem that black men have mental health wise that no one ever really brings up and i'm gonna tie it all together is how especially the black house is raised or run because for so long you know dad gets the the big piece of chicken whatever dad says goes or he's the final say when in all actuality it should be this is a team right it, it is it is an even uh is an even effort between the leaders of the home but because all of our lives we have been taught that you know the black man is supposed to be the the, the final say they don't know what to do. So that 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 in turn tells them, bend the back of their head, it's my job to lead, so I gotta get the hell up, I gotta keep doing things, I gotta keep going. And then that, that fosters two other problems. One, you don't listen to your body when your body tells you to, you need to sit. And two, you don't know how to be told no. Which is another mental health condition that you need to holler at because being told no, can turn you into a a rage machine
3: yep you're absolutely right about that so i got another video y'all are gonna really love this video i love it so much because it It, is in regards to the black men and one of the one of the ways um and and i really love this guy he's 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 a sweet he's a sweetheart I follow everything that he does. He's so amazing. Oh
9: get macy's lowest prices of the season on must-haves to make spring your season like twirl worthy dresses for 79.99 and under 50 to 65 percent off effortlessly cool suits from tommy hilfiger and more and 65 percent off charter club damask sheets and bedding and get contact free curbside pickup or pickup in store today details at macy's.com pickup savings off regular sale and clearance prices exclusions apply
3: This is for you, Dex. This is Um, absolutely for you. What I do now.
7: (laughs) Mental health in the Black community has been a problem for decades. A lot of that plays into the stigma about mental health and the reason why people are not going to get the help that's necessary. Barbershops are a safe place for young men of color. Barbers are our only people in our lives that we're allowed to get close proximity with us with a razor. We realize that barbers become our friends, and that's really important because I can use that same space to work with barbers to talk about our mental health. My name is Lorenzo Lewis, and I am the founder and CEO of The Confess Project. The Confess Project is a national grassroots movement that is geared around building a dialogue of mental health for young men of color. I had a lot of problems as a young person. My mother was incarcerated when I was born into this world and losing my dad at the age of 10, I didn't know how to deal with it. I would go to this beauty salon every day after school and it was a barber there and i never forget, you know, a lot of the nurturing care that I got from him really empowered me to want to do better, really only to empower me to do good in school. I realized that I'm not the only one struggling. Suicide is the third leading cause of death for young men of color between the ages of 18 and 24. And a lot of this plays into communities where there are a lot of violence and toxic masculinity. So the barbershop was a perfect place to start the Confess Project. I'm walking to a barbershop and and, and ask them if I can have a moment of their time. And then that moment turns into an educational session. Thank you all for being here today. I think the most important part of why I really came here today is to really so that I can exhibit to you all how we can break through our pain and how that part of that being our purpose. Our goal is to not train barbers to be mental health experts, but to train them to be mental health advocates. We're training them with the skills of active listening, communication, validation, to not be judgmental, to be sensitive with language so that their clients can be able to open up and possibly go and get some help and treatment that may be necessary. I've always been feeling in a depressed state. And um, I never knew why, I know, I still don't know why. To be completely
4: honest, it was the first time I've ever heard a black man talk about his struggles with mental health or his emotions with feeling like he's low, feeling like he's in that hole that he can't get out of. And that's a feeling that I felt before growing up. It's a feeling that I felt often. It's a feeling that I was feeling in that
5: time that I came to hear it. I thought it was very powerful seeing black men coming together, hugging, and sharing that valuable moment together. And you could see it in their eyes and
6: in their emotion.
7: Since starting the Confess Project, we have now expanded to nine U.S. cities across the southern and midwest region. It's really important to keep that momentum going. We realize that we still have a lot of work to do, and it's one of those things where we have to create leaders and build a generation of leaders so that they can be sustained and also go out and help many more community members that we may not reach. What I specifically love about my job is that I get to work with that side of me that I wasn't able to get that same help with and help young men of color to really thrive and to really become the best version of who they are.
4: stuff oh boy i'll navigate that water in a minute uh, okay but yeah so,
3: so barbers
4: dance. are the uh barber, barbers are literally one of the only people that black men trust and when i tell you they trust them they trust them without restriction and they do it they do it naturally and don't even realize they do it because uh, I, I watched Color Purple growing up. Ain't nobody coming around my neck no damn reason. What the hell wrong with y'all? I, 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 cut, my, I cut my own sh- Look, look, look. look. <laughs> I, I don't know who the hell you think did. So what did you think? It's a good initiative. I, hopefully it takes off and, and does great things. But, you know, he, he spoke the truth. I mean, you got to start somewhere and why not the barbershop? That That's one of the pe- first people that y- you, you are taught when you're at a young age. This is someone it's okay to trust. I mean, have you been in the barbershop? We talk about every goddamn thing. We talk, we talk oh, yeah. about everything. We talk about everything. Don't even realize we talking about it. You start mm-hmm. off talking sports. Then you're talking shit to each other. And then you're talking about your family and and. and how your week was and oh look that's a therapy session didn't even realize it look at that
3: yeah but i think
4: and for some women it's their hairdresser or it might be the lady who do a dozen nails if if they're black if you like me and you grew up with a, a military parent and they there was a korean lady but my mama knew korean so she was able to actually make friends with them and, you know which shit but you know hey it is what it is
3: so, I absolutely agree with his movement, his mission. You know, like he said, you know, his mother was incarcerated at a young age, lost his father. He didn't know how to deal with it. Mm. And like he said, I'm not, I want them to be the advocates to encourage black men to talk about their mental ill their mental issues to know to no longer be afraid and to also let black men know i know what you're going through i understand you know i i can actually say i know what you're going through instead of you know, saying, well, I empathize with you because I don't know. Now you can deal with someone that's relatable, that knows what it's like to have these dark moments, to get into this dark hole that you're fighting to get out of. Yep. So I love the movement.
7: You
6: ain't
5: I love it. I love it. And I like how you made that... Um Comparison, like getting out of the hole, I can oh, totally feel that um, piece of it because we all go through things. And I know earlier Dick's text on, touched on like just being broken down until you can really just build your way back up. And I think being human, being an adult, we can relate to that. And um, I think it's a great movement.
3: Have you been through anything
5: like this, sis? Girl, yes. I've been in places where I just never, ever imagined light. You know, it just seems like it was always something weighing me down, whether it be work, kids, finances, friends, family, relationships. Um, And it takes a while for you to find your beat, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Absolutely. What was one
3: of the ways that you learned how to cope, other than just walking? When you, when you were in your dark place, what did you do? What done. got? Let me ask you this: What got you to your dark place? You don't have to tell the whole story, but you know. Yeah what got you like what was what was the thing that you were just like i'm in this hole now I, it's like yeah. you see the light but it's like it's like is it like, ever
5: you know you right when am i gonna why am i and i would say a very um dominant factor would be dysfunctional family um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not to say it was all bad, but you you know when something starts and trends, you know, generation to generation, um definitely who that dysfunctional family piece, and it plays a role in everything that you do. You know, you have relationships and friendships <laughs> because that's all you knew over there. so that's what you're gonna do over here. So, um, no, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So I found peace in generally, literally getting my ish together. Like we talked about accountability earlier or whatever. And when you know your heart and when you know it's nothing but love and all genuine, you can rest better, you can do better you can be better. And I've taken, um, counseling sessions in the past, as well as my immediate family together so that we could um, overcome barriers and learn how to deal with certain things because your family does not go away. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and therapy really helps the sessions or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a game changer. It really is.
3: Can we normalize? And I see this all the time. Can we normalize not dealing with toxic family members? Uh, I mean, we should,
4: but come on, black folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah Hey, the black fam the black community is the only communities I know where they know that that cousin or that uncle is be molesting the babies, mm-hmm. and they protect them. Instead of protecting the victim, they protect the molester because, oh, that that's just the way Uncle Eric is. Mm-hmm. Shit, don't let Uncle Eric around me because that motherfucker ain't going to be done breathing when, he, when I'm finished with him.
5: And you know what? Even just not the molesting part, you know, you have the bullies in the families. The, mm-hmm. And that's the same exact response. Well, you know, that's just the way she is. It's not right
6: right
5: it's wrong you know yeah
4: and and the black family whether we want to be real about it or not is a lot of the black family are overly religious and try to force it onto others and and will attack them and when when you don't agree with how they see life is you know Mm -hmm. i i I believe in spirituality but i'm not going to follow any actual of the actual religions that are out in the world because what I've been taught, how to how, how, who, who decided what the rules are for me to be able to get into this or to do that? I got to do this and then do that and do, do this to be able to be considered a Christian. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give my life back to Christ and I gotta get baptized and then I gotta dedicate my life to the church. And this church ain't had a dough on it ever, but I'm, do- I'm donating to the church for an every goddamn week. Something ain't adding up. Why is want the me EC broke get-
3: every Sunday?
4: Right, but you want me to get 10% of my check every time I walk up in this piece. There's ATMs in the building. But y'all got non-tax, y'all, 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 have, y'all, have, y'all have tax relief status, because you're a non-profit organization.
3: Well, so, yeah.
4: yeah, no. And that's the black church. We ain't even gonna talk about the white ones. So the University of Texas yeah
3: yeah yeah. that's University so of Texas so it says 1 Absolutely. in 5 African Americans are 20% more likely to develop a mental illness during their lifetime than their white counterparts it says 1 in 25 suicide ranked as the third leading cause of death in black men from ages 15 to 24
6: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: what do y'all think is number one
4: you don't want my answer because I'm about to bust some old bubbles.
5: Is it gun
6: violence or? And drugs. Mm-hmm.
3: Us killing each other. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Yep. To think.
4: And if I remember correctly, number four is the food that we eat are is causing right. heart problems. And number five is could technically be part of number one, but the police.
3: Right.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top. So, five. Just,
3: so so if you if you look at that, suicide number three. Mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Between the ages of 15 and 24. One thing I want to say. And, and I, I thought I could find the video again. But a young man. He was like 14 years old. And he uh said you know. I wish my parents would stop telling me. That nothing's wrong with me. When I deal with a lot as a teenager.
6: Yep. And
3: they do. And so we as parents. Stop telling your children. Just because they don't work a nine to five because they don't pay bills that they don't go through stuff.
2: Do you realize
3: social media? Bull online bullying is driving these children to suicide. Mm -hmm. So yes, these children deal with a lot. Not only are they dealing with grades and homework, but they're dealing with the stuff that they, you know, that these children post and they're attacking these children and, and, calling it bullying let me say that bullying is what they're doing
6: mm-hmm.
3: so parents stop telling your child that they're not going through the same thing that you're going through because they don't work a nine to five hell they go to school eight hours out of the day hmm they're 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 being told that they have to take these stupid standardized testing and if they don't pass they don't get to go to the next grade mm-hmm They deal with trying to keep up with the latest trends. If they don't wear name brand clothes, they're teased, they're bullied.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So, parents, stop telling them that. If your child comes to you and says, Hey, sit down and talk to your children. If you can't get them to communicate, therapy. Or you're going to start seeing your children acting out and then you're going to wind up walking in your house and your child is laying on the sofa with a gunshot wound to their head or hanging in their closet.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: A lady that I worked with when I lived in Atlanta her son was seven years old. Seven. Was being bullied. Yeah. Told that he was gay. He was a punk. Mhm. Straight-A student Came home, gave mom his report card, went upstairs.
4: And didn't come Mom back was down.
3: downstairs cooking dinner. His mom sent his sister upstairs to go get him so he could come down and eat. Mm. This baby was hanging in his closet by his belt. The mother had been to the school board. The mother had talked to the teachers. Everything. seven years old. Yep. <sighs> and his mother sister, she was like three or four at that time. You walk upstairs and your little brother and your brother is hanging in his closet by his belt. So yeah, it's getting, they're getting younger and younger by the day. So parents, let's normalize have an open conversation, open dialogue with your children. When your children say yeah. that they're going through something, stop shutting them down. Stop telling them you don't know. Oh, you, you, you don't know. Wait till you get grown. No, let's normalize, let's normalize open dialogue and open communication with our children. Cause they go through, yeah, they may not work a nine to five, but they go to school like it's a nine to 5 Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I, I just, you know, I had to open up to that. Dealing with it with my daughter. Dex will tell you. I was doing an episode, sis. And my soos- my not my sister, my daughter on live told me she was back cutting again. So parents Stop shutting your children down
6: Yeah
3: Because the next thing you know You're going to be burying your child All because you failed to listen Because you were so wrapped up In in, in your life Because you think Because the child is 14 or 15 or 16 years old They're not going through the shit That we're going through False We work a 9 to 5 They go to school like it's a 9 to 5 We have the pressures of everyday life. They have the pressures of everyday life. Come on now. We got to do better. In the black community, we have to do better. We have to come together. So Dex, going back to the beginning of the conversation when you talked about your triggers.
6: Mm -hmm.
3: So I found this list. And it says the stresses for black men, money and finances is number one. Race and racism is number two. Jobs and careers is number three. Relationships and family is number four. And health and illness is number five. Those right? Those are the top five stressors mm-hmm. for black men. Number right? Number right? Yeah.
2: At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy.
3: And if you read what it says at the top, it says
2: untreated
3: mental health disorders and unmanaged stress are silent killers of black men. Adult blacks are 20% more likely to experience serious mental health problems compared to the general population.
4: That's something yeah, about right, too.
3: And only 6.7% of black men use mental health services in the last year. Let's talk about that for a moment. Hmm. I, I want to talk about. It. I, I want to talk about that because that go that takes us back to. There's no resources, and as you know, they've cut funding, to mental health.
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So let's talk about that for just just a, just a, a minute or two.
7: Okay,
3: what's up? Only 6.6 percent.
4: I'm surprised it's that high,
3: right? Of black men utilized mental health services.
4: I- I'm surprised it's that high. I, I honestly am.
3: That's very low. Come on, sis. What you was about to say,
5: I said that's very low, but that goes to what Dex was saying about, like, how you know, black men are taught or encouraged to express themselves. So if they can't even talk to their sister, their mom or their dad, they're not going to want to go and talk to a total stranger because they don't have the comfort level of verbally expressing their feelings or their thoughts like that or whatever.
3: And why do you think that is? Do you think that this comes
5: from home? I think it comes from a lot of things, home, culture, your friends, you know, because it's not what an open topic of discussion, you know, it's like fear of the unknown, you know, again, that word crazy, you know, it's used, it's overused. Because it's a condition that's treatable. So you know you you
3: hit the nail on the head with that. Right. Because the reason people don't talk or communicate is because they don't want to be
6: judged.
5: Yeah.
3: And one of the one of the main things that we do is we gossip. You're too busy talking about somebody instead of trying to help somebody. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> because oh, it's yeah. easy for me and you to have a conversation. I could talk to you and say, hey, Shell, let me tell you, girl. But I could just go like, girl, yeah, you know, I just got the phone with Shell and, girl, you know, Shell, girl, you know, she going through it over there, girl. You know, she don't pay that light bill by Friday, girl. You know, they going to okay. cut the lights off and, and this and this. And that's what men do. Some I've heard men do Yeah, you heard man, yeah. You heard Dex over there. Yeah, you know, Dex is he this he that you know instead of helping him.
5: That's I was just about to say instead of helping, and I've just run across so many people, like I was saying about the dysfunctional family and just the community. I mean if why not help someone if you can? And I'm not talking about even finances. I mean, it could just go back to resources or putting you on to something. But that's like, uh, it's like a, your social media friend to be more inclined to help you than someone that's known you your entire life or for twenty Uh-oh. plus. Oh,
4: she just said a goddamn word. Duh. As know, a business is,
5: owner, it's, ooh, it's, ooh. Mercy.
6: Mm, mm, yeah mm, mm.
5: go ahead sis finish yeah and and that just kind of ties into what I was saying about the you know even the dysfunction no family stuff or whatever you know we'll talk all day but what did you do to help your cousin out what did you do to help your sister out Um, how can I help you okay you're going through this and it's not even all about finances sure i'll pick the kids up or while you work the second job but you're not in the club you know what i'm saying (laughs) okay (laughs) okay she just just yeah Mm -hmm.
6: Mm
5: -hmm. yeah
6: so that's
4: one of the reasons why the black community does not have the resources that we need is finances one of the reasons why wow. we as Black people don't go to the doctor, we don't go to, to try to uh, use the mental health resources that are available is because we can't afford to go. Yeah. Tell them go to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I try, but, you know, most, most, stuff. Most yeah oh yeah I I tell them but most of the um uh, most of the black people that I know, the the only reason why they were able to get the the mental health support that they needed was either because for me, veteran I'm a veteran so the VA had had to carry carry the weight because they they didn't want another one on their hands because. Oh, my mama was a veteran too. And she ain't wild too tight. Okay. You you did something to her baby. Oh, she oh, she gonna bring hellfire and, and 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 brimstone. So it was just like, oh don't worry, we I got a lawyer on standby. They don't they better take
5: care of you, baby. All right, thank
4: you, mama. I got you.
5: All right. Okay, mama.
4: <laughs> but but truthfully, uh most people don't realize is that it's included in the uh their insurance plan on that they get with the job.
5: That's what I was just about to say.
4: I think E-A-P- it's called it's it's called DEP or something like that. But, EAP, uh, uh, Employee D-E-P.
5: Assistance Program. EAP. E-A-P. Oh yeah, because we got it in my job.
4: And you can get up to depending on where your job, you can get up to six sessions yeah.
5: for free. They only First, give you five sessions. And after fine. that, guess you know what? They'll approve it. If, yeah. if the de- it depending
4: it depending on what you your the, the right. depending on what your therapist tells the reason of your to your, your job the reason why you're there they they will give you the first up to six free depending on what insurance plan you have and then they will continue to cover it after because your job won't tell you this but they want you to have good mental health because they want your ass to come to the, come to the okay. their job to work so. You
6: gotta be ready. <laughs>
4: so yeah and it is it's depending on the job yeah that's why uh, I see uh, it
6: because with my you job- ain't gotta
4: tell me be honest because being honest is all I know, bro. Hey yeah. now now you, you you you've been dealing with an angry black man all all damn show now come on behave because <laughs> it not yeah. it's not only that but be, because we don't spend and we because we don't spend as much in, in on things like health care or mental health. And, and, and because we don't spend as much is another reason why we get ignored on why when we on, when it comes to getting resources. Oh, they 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 are not they're not spending on that. They not, not not doing that. Yeah, you might have twenty years in the medical field, but I got thirty seven years of being a black man and being a leader of Marines and being a leader of of of, of young dynamic queens and having to deal with my children being in the, in the LGBTQA community. So I, I got mine and because I ran the streets at, at a very young age, I've kicked in doors, I've I've ended lives, I've had to bury I've had to bury friends. I've had to do my own share therapy since the age of 7 when my brother's my brother's father tried to kill my mother by slitting her throat. So, oh. Surprise. Man, when I told you about tears of a clown behind these eyes, right. I've seen some shit since a very young age. I had to grow up real quick. But because our community does not spend, the Almighty Dollar is the, it has the loudest voice. You ever heard this, this this phrase? Bullshit. What? Bullshit runs a marathon, right? Money talks. The bullshit runs a marathon, and oh, that yeah. motherfucker won. Money talks. So if we are not spending on certain things, they're not going to provide it for us. They're not going to put. They're not going to give us more opportunities for it. It's just like, like I told y'all about Camelton Road where I used to live in Atlanta because we not spending in our community the way they want us to they're not going to build our community up they're not repaving the roads they're not putting more businesses out there so we can grow that doesn't happen until the, the area gets gentrified and other racists move in and then they raise the property taxes that's when the other shit comes I
6: was
4: in the game too I, I was what they call a mule, my guy. you know, I was the driver, but I, I got paid for every transaction, and then one day I had to wake up and realize that I'm helping kill my own brothers and my own sisters so yeah so when or other not. when other races move in to communities like Campbellton Road or uh Swats or or whatever, that's when those areas uh, get what they need because there's white folks here now. We got to make it appealing to the white folks.
3: And in uh, regards to the EAP, he says, depending on the job, be honest. He says, I'm 20 years in medical. Tell the whole detail. He say, we don't. Very true. He say, true. Hold up. I was in a game, heavy-paid for my own therapy at 16 years old.
4: We trolling that's each other. All that that's all that was. That's all
6: it that was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: When other yep. races move in. Absolutely. And it says, that's why I stopped. Also, I realized I was killing my own. Mm-hmm.
4: I used to make a drive from Columbus, Georgia to the border of Texas every couple of days to pick up, put it in my trunk, cover it a certain way so that the smell will not seep. And if I got pulled over, it would be hard to find every couple of days. I have driven I-20 so many times that I know that motherfucker in my sleep. And one of my homies, we served him. And a couple hours later, he was telling me he had black boogers and that his heart wouldn't stop racing. And that was when I said that that was my last drop. I'm not doing it no more. Because I almost killed one of my best friends.
3: So let me ask y'all this. I reworded the question. Are we failing our black boys and men on mental health?
4: We're failing everyone on, on our mental health, not just our black boys and our black men, but our but our black black women, and our black ladies. We're failing, the, we're failing our, our, our white compatriots, our Asian compatriots, our, our, our uh, Hispanic compatriots, everyone else around us. We're failing them because we're failing ourselves. We can't help others if we can't help ourselves or we're refusing to help ourselves. We, all three of us on this screen, have businesses either of our own or something that we represent. Right. We provide a, a service. How can we provide a service if we can't take care of ourselves? Yes, we are failing badly. We are the example. And if we are going to be the example, we have to set a better example than the examples that were set for us. Because I do not want my 17 and 16-year-old daughters to think that they're just supposed to suck it up. Because that's what dad did. Because I've already told them, if you don't tell me what's going on, you suck it up and then I find out you got an abusive mate. Mm. Your mate gonna disappear and then me and you gonna have to have issues. We gonna have some serious issues. So, yeah, we we failing. We failing very badly.
5: So, sis, do you think we're failing? I can agree in a sense, but I still think in an optimistic way because, you know, as we mentioned earlier, we're, we're seeing it more. So we're talking about it more. I'm very believing that it can change. Of course, we know that it should change, but I, I know that mental health has always been like the bottom of the barrel. You know, you can be mentally ill and just not feeling well and you're thinking maybe it's medical when it's literally mental so we know that that's definitely um slept on getting your mental care or whatever but I'm, I'm just very optimistic about it I really believe that it can change and it will and that it is um, as long as we keep doing our part I will say this
3: mm-hmm. are we failing are black men black boys black girls and black women on mental health yeah uh, I'm not saying that we you know that we don't encounter all issues yeah but sometimes people just need an ear and true true yes yeah. yeah. oh they just need an outlet i just want to call you today and say you know what lachelle Mm -hmm. you know what dex i just need the vent i just need to yeah i've been hearing this all day and i feel like i'm about to explode and that's all we need at times
6: yeah
5: that's so true that's so true
3: right Um. and if i'm calling you to vent Please don't turn the conversation about you because yeah. we're all guilty of doing that. Yeah, right?
6: <laughs> we're
3: all guilty of doing that. You know, a friend a call and the conversation starts about them, and then before you know it, we yeah. snap the conversation and we made the conversation about it. And I'm learning, you know. Yeah, and that's why I say, you know what? It's not about me. This is about you. Let's get back to talking about you. Yeah, you know, right. and, and it's it's a habit that I'm learning, you know, that I have to break. But. At the end of the day, if you yourself have the resources, pass that information back to somebody else, please.
5: Yeah. And thank you, please. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> and, and, and it, it's almost like we're like, oh, I don't want to give her the information. Why? You to be saving somebody's life. Right. Give them the information. Let me say, and every show I do this because Dex, I want you to answer too. Um, mm-hmm. every show I post this. The suicide prevention line. Let me move this banner out of the way. If you are in a crisis, call that phone number. I want people to get the help that you need. If you can't talk to me. Talk to somebody that can possibly help you. Here's another one that I post. This is a statewide, this is a crisis line. That's the phone number. Call on behalf of somebody and say, hey, you know what? I got a friend over here that's, she or he or she can't talk to me. I post yeah. this information all the time. Here's another one, y'all. Yeah. If you feel like you can't talk to somebody, you could text. There's the information. Take the person seriously. That's one of the things we don't do. Stay with that person. Help them remove any lethal means. So if that means pills, guns, knives, help that person.
4: Even alcohol. Get get that right. out of there too.
3: Oh, man. Because let me tell you, that, that, that was the way I coped was alcohol
4: same same
3: cigarettes
4: can, I, can can I address something real quick yeah go ahead the last thing Trey said is absolutely true that's another reason why men don't um don't do mental health well before his last thing is because it's been uh, it's there's been a serious cycle of I vent to you and then you either turn it against me. Later you throw it back in my face or you get on the phone and start talking to your girl, talking about girl, let me tell you about what this bitch nigga just did over here crying like a little motherfucker. Don't do that. Right. If if I'm coming to you to vent, I'm venting to you in confidence.
5: Yeah.
4: If something's bothering me, don't be trying to air me out. Right. And if you helping it's someone. Good. For those that are helping if you're helping someone don't do it for the accolades do it because you generally you men genuinely want to help you're not doing this for no achievement you're not doing this for a medal you're not doing this to get a pat on the back you're doing this because you're supposed to be helping your fellow your man have fellow man or fellow woman
5: or to go back and brag and say oh i, girl, I had to help her i had to help him
6: mm-hmm. really
3: so Trey says, I have a different theory. He say black boys suffer more than others. He say they have women-only programs and clinics that are only for specific flag cultures. Black boys don't have programs specific for them. Um, he's actually, he's they do.
6: Wow. Yeah.
3: They do now. Maybe not back yeah. then, but they actually do. It's yeah, do just now.
9: up to the black man Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on must-haves to make spring your season. Like twirl-worthy dresses for 79 dollars and under. 50 to 65% off effortlessly cool suits from Tommy Hilfiger and more. And 65% off Charter Club damask sheets and bedding. And get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in-store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
2: At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy
3: the black boy to research and find and utilize those resources that are available um what i'll do is i did not upload them but there is uh dr jeff has a program it's called um let me tell you i'm going to tell you wait a minute uh in my state Okay, I'll post all of them in regards to the different states. I'll post that. But there are programs. I know that like I say, I was um I reached out to Dr. Jeff, um who does things and he's it's called Thrive for Men, T H R I V E, the number mm-hmm. four men M E N. Um but I will get back with you with the list in regards to the programs according to the States. Cause I know they have some, um, uh, and you know, I'm in Texas. Um, but like I said, I'll get that information to you, but they do have various ones. Um, and I should have posted them. I should have pulled them all up. Um, in regards to that. But so let's say this, is Mr. Trey. So the resources, I post the resources, Will that black man or black boy utilize them? Because you could give a person all the resources, but it's up to them if they're going to utilize them. Okay. Yeah. What's that That's old true. saying? You I can lead a horse to water, water, but you I can't, can't make your
4: drink. Can drink. Right. Yeah yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. There are, like I said, there are resources, there are programs out there The question is: Are they going to utilize them? That's the million-dollar question. Is if if I present all the resources to you, are you going to utilize them? We just have to do our research. We just have to better educate ourselves on what resources are available for us. And like I say, if you know Dex, if you have information share the information shell if you got information share the information ask me you know if i got information i'm absolutely going to share it in regard mental health because i'm a die-hard advocate i feel you so he says respectfully i suggest to you as a national traveler and a big volunteer I will insert many of these places are not black boys specific. You will be surprised many, pro, um, many programs put you down as a male. Right. And some men yeah. don't even put their race either.
4: Yeah, he is. He, he is absolutely right. And unfortunately what I've learned is that most of the aid programs are tailored towards women. They're tailored to women and like, if you're male and you're asking for help, they kind of just like laugh you out the door,
3: right? Well, that's like the episode when I did. Like, that's like the episode I did on sexual abuse,
6: mm-hmm.
3: and I talked to the men mm-hmm. because men are the forgotten victims.
4: Mm-hmm. They, it, when we report it, we're laughed out the door, or we're, we're and talk, we're we're talked to like we're technically the, 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 the per- perpetrator and not the victim is, oh, wait, you know you liked it. Wait, what?
3: The f- I have a guy friend that's, I won't say his name, but I have a really close, close guy friend that was molested from the age of, how old was he? I want to say 10 to the age of 15, 16.
6: Hmm.
3: By a cousin. Jeez cousin. So when I did my episode on sexual abuse, and like I say, I was talking to the men, not the women, but the men. So when he went to go tell the aunt, the aunt was like, oh, you can't come back over here anymore.
5: Like it was his fault.
3: And then come to find out that this same cousin had molested two other cousins.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Told you about them cousins that get keep it getting protected. My friend attempted suicide five times. You know, I'm like, I had to do a story in regards to that. Had to Jeez And I asked him would he come on the show He said no he didn't feel comfortable He just has finally within the last three or four years Has finally gotten into a comfortable Space To talk about it To relive those six or seven Years that he was touched And he that's, battled with his sexuality that's, He didn't that's know if he was getting a straight." He said, I didn't like doing it, but I did it because my cousin told me I had to do it. He suffers from PTSD. Yeah. He's been on medication for the last 10 years.
4: I'm all right.
3: Go up and do it. So mental health is, is is all the way Real man So Trey Okay he says for example 100 black men have been called out for giving over 60% donations To girls and write more checks for girls But you donate assuming It's going to black boys and these black Men gave it to girls wow Wow
4: yeah, that, that that does happen.
3: So sad. Yep. And again, that's another way to keep a black man down. So Miss Robin says uh-huh. the black community needs to end the stigma. Many men, arguably most, struggle with the idea of being openly vulnerable and sharing their emotions. We have to normalize being emotional.
7: That's what my show is all about.
3: Right. So Mr. Trey says, but many of our people are employed at those systems. So help make sense of that. Bingo. Bingo. (laughs) We contribute to that. But nobody wants to have that conversation. (laughs) Nobody's ready for that conversation. So let's go into the last question of the day before we roll into the evening, before we roll into our final thoughts. Breaking the stigma of mental health in a black man. How do we do that? What can we do? So Ms. Robin says we can't change the system, but we could try. Yeah, we can.
6: So
5: um, how do we do could just like with anything else that's popular you know we know social media when we mm-hmm. want to do certain things or get just, just say like incentives just like how they're trying to get everybody to get COVID you see what I'm saying I mean it's so many different um creative ways, you know, um within the community, if it's nothing but um with outside opening back up. Um, you know, things for the youth. Um and I, I used to see those kind of things a lot growing up, but you don't see them as much anymore. Like Just trying to think of something. But the the biggest thing that's standing out right now is how everybody's doing all these different incentives to get people to take the COVID vaccination or whatever. But I would say by any means necessary, you know, just networking, social media, church, friends, family, just put it out there.
3: So what would you do, sis? What would you contribute mm-hmm. to helping to break the stigma of mental health and not just for the black man, but for black women, black mm-hmm. girls and black boys? What would you do?
5: I would definitely um utilize the platform that I have with mm-hmm. clients. Within my community um, and I'm one of those in the family, you know, as soon as I hear something, I'll, I'll shoot out a family text or, you know, email friends or people, you know, within my circle, because that goes a long way. You'll be surprised. Some people may not even acknowledge your text or your email, but they will send it or forward it or whatever. Um, I don't know if I said church, you know, work. You can advocate in a, in a lot of ways. And like I said, the very person that you wouldn't even think saw or read it or looked at, and I used to do it at work too before the pandemic, like just put a sign up in the break room. People see that. People will write the number down and take a screenshot or something like that. You'll really be surprised. So I, those are the things that I would do. And I do do like... Public speaking and stuff like that. So when I say it, like using my platform, absolutely. If you shoot me something or you want me to mention this or this or that, sure, because it's effective. If one person out of one hundred in that crowd heard it, it's effective.
3: Right, Dex. What would you do? Because I know, like I said, I know you have you have your podcast called Breaking the Stigma. Outside of just doing your podcast, what el- what else would you contribute to breaking the stigma of mental health? And again, not just for the black man, but for the black community as a whole.
4: Eh, that's that's a hard question, and that's a hard thing to to really uh, broach because we we don't have a true proof of concept yet we 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 talk about it, but we don't have an actual like like if this was a business, we have to show a proof of concept and 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 prove and and you know provide to you know, prove to the people we're asking for loans for on how we're going to be profitable. We don't really have a way of laying out a roadmap on how to make this sustainable because history seems to repeat itself, and as soon as Especially with the black community, as soon as something seems to not be working and fast enough for them, they give up on it. Right. Something that's slow burning like like this of breaking the stigmas and and mental health that's a slow burn. That's not an immediate gratification. That's not instant gratification. So I'm afraid that our our community would just give up on the programs before they even get up off the ground. But for me, it's, you got to have somebody with a, 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 a strong enough voice, a loud enough voice, and is stubborn enough to where even when people seem like they're giving up, but they too stubborn to just give up with them because right. I, 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 mean, I, 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 I know what community I grew up in. I know how we operate I, after we get tired. It's just, Oh, you know, fuck it. Let's go do something else.
5: And I also think like seeing someone that you can relate to, because I'm just being honest. Um, I, you know, our kids, want, right? You, you know, you 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 want to deliver it in a way that
4: it it sticks with
5: relatable,
4: mm-hmm. because um, the right. the, if, the, if the message if the message you bring it to me is brought to brought is brought to me by some little old man that that.
5: That's talking a totally different language than what I understand.
4: Yeah. To whereas if if, if what you're saying, what what what's being brought right. to me is from a person that looks like me, that right. that talks like, me, talks like me, similar to me, it has some similar body mannerisms and things of right. that nature. I'm more t- I'm
3: more prone to pay attention. like,
5: oh, okay, well, she said, you know, so yeah, yeah.
3: So Mr. Trey says, I can't focus as a whole. I'm sorry. Other groups get lots of funding. I agree with that statement. He say, wall street just promised only, um, BW funding black sons get no funding. So my solution is for black sons. Right. And you know, Mr. Mr. Trey. Um, I I was in, I I stepped into a room on clubhouse a, a few months ago. And, um, I was told, uh, I, I forgot what show I had just done that night. But anyway, a long story short, I said, you know, I'm not saying things don't happen in other communities, but my focus right now is my community. right? And that's helping black girls, black boys, black men and black women, you know, especially like I say, as a person that suffers from depression and anxiety And I have a daughter that suffers from the same thing who is uh, partly bipolar. Uh, I would love that, you know, to collectively get get with somebody and we proactively donate funding to black for mental health for blacks. And that we know for a fact that it will go to the mental health funding for African-American men and women.
4: Uh, one other thing that we've got to do is we've got to destroy the the fear around uh, black success because of historic events like Black Wall Street, Greenwood, uh, Greenwood, and Tulsa, Oklahoma, things of that nature.
6: Mm.
4: A lot of people are afraid to actually see the Black people, Black community succeed because they don't want to see history repeat themselves. And we got to right. get that fear out of there because a lot of people was like, okay, yeah, that'll help, but that's also going to bring some more hellfire on us. and I don't think I want to do all that just yet. Mm-hmm.
6: And
3: that's another way to keep the Black man down.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Cause, because the events of Black Wall Street's been holding us down since it happened
3: right right you're right you know i think it's you know
4: that was water but it should have been tequila god
3: damn (laughs) the water is better for you
4: i know i've been sober for a year and four days thank you dre
5: that's all right
4: wait and does weed count cause, cause if weed counts I ain't been sober for shit I was high last night
3: <laughs> get him <laughs> what the VA I can have edibles so I take them shit Yeah, they do but I mean you know that's for anxiety and stuff you know it, it calms yep. you you know they D- even depending,
4: give, um... depending on the strain depending on the blend it it helps with pain and it helps me relax to where I can actually sleep if i if i go into the other side of the spectrum they'll have my ass paranoid and bouncing off the walls and shit. It, it's 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 fun it's fun though
3: right 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 totally i you know i get it when i went to la you know because my therapist was like you know we'll try cbd because i told her i didn't want to be on medication so she's like my we'll
4: therapist told me cbd and then i tried cbd and i told my therapist i don't even feel cbd Right. He, he was like, "Well, that means." <laughs> He's like, "That means we're gonna have to get you a medical card." Uh, excuse me. Uh, what now? Right. I'm listening.
3: <laughs> okay. I'm listening. I'm all ears, sir. But yeah, but when I went <laughs> to LA and uh, I brought my ears ear up,
4: I was like, "Ooh, Scooby Snacks." Hello.
3: <laughs> it was like, oh. <laughs> but when I brought those edibles back, um. That was the first time that I had had a full eight hours of sleep. Yeah, and woke yeah. up not. You felt refreshed. You yeah, you're like, like,
6: mm, it's a beautiful right. day.
3: It's like oh, oh, I look my, back that no, that look, look my back no, my hurt. My knees feel all right. Look, I'm not getting out the bed look i don't have to lay in the bed for 30 minutes before i sit up because my legs got
4: up. not cussing like hey what is this i
3: ain't
6: cussing right this morning right (laughs) right
3: i get it i get it but it absolutely did help you know um i'll be so happy when they pass let let me put
4: out a psa i am not condoning or or advocating just just rampant weed use but if it helps you it helps you as for me,
9: when you shop at Kroger, you can double your savings because every time you shop, you'll earn fuel points that will help you save more at the pump. So you'll enjoy lower than low prices at Kroger, plus fuel points and all your favorite items, which makes doubling your savings easy. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. See store for details.
1: And right now you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Kroger fresh for everyone it helped me
4: the va said i i need it the state of where i live in said that you can buy a recreational so uh, and they'll just cut the strength and you can buy as much as you want and my therapist said it's better to self-medicate with thc than to do it with alcoholic beverages and or other hard drugs so i'll right. i'll take the weed in the sleep
3: please thank you Go and give me the sleep for 500, Alex. I absolutely, <laughs> oh my God, when I tell you that was the best sleep ever, you know, I was just like, man, it felt good to finally lay down and, and be able to rest. You know, like I say, when I lost my dad, that really
6: mm-hmm.
3: sent me back down. I mean, it sent me into a spiral. Yep. Um, And I still deal with it. Sober
4: that that's going to be something that's going to be hard because there's a lot of things you wish you could say a lot of things you wish you could do and then reality sinks in it's I can't do that
3: yeah today I had a day I had a moment like that today I was going through my uh, picture book and I had pulled up a picture of me and my dad and I was just like I still can't believe you're gone
5: I already
4: know. I mean that that's where that's from. where this piece came from from my grandmother. And it's just like there's days I just it's been twenty one years and I'm just still like, damn. Right. I still I still hear her voice. I still feel her presence. And it's
3: just Yeah.
6: yeah. Yep.
3: So I mean, you know, I am the face of mental illness, y'all. <laughs> Let's roll on to the final thoughts.
7: I think we all are
3: i am the face of mental illness i look back at my first episode and i i look now and i've come a long way
5: oh yeah
3: i've absolutely come a long way in regards of being able to deal with my depression yeah
4: that,
3: that that be it i do still uh, you fight know. every day to be open because That's i i true. felt like a burden i feel like if i call somebody and tell somebody what i got going on i feel like a burden mm-hmm. so i hold it in i i just i hold it in yeah you know shout out to my bff dre who tells me all the time, Ashley? You could call me anytime. I'm. Not, you're not a burden to me. Be patient with me.
6: Yeah,
3: I'm slowly learning how to open up. It's a process. So my final thoughts for tonight. Again, I can't stress enough mental illness. The conversation does not end on May 31st. We have to keep the conversation going. Pass on the information. Be the, be the ear that a person needs because you never know when you can save a person's life. A simple text, a simple phone call, a simple message could change a person's whole day. It only takes you 30 seconds to send a text hey, just checking on you today. Yeah. And if and if you say you're going to be there for somebody, genuinely be there for that person. Don't get on social media bragging. Don't record you helping somebody because then I'm going to call bullshit.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: If you have the platform to speak, utilize it for such, not unnecessary BS. Black Girl Interrupted will always be a place where you could come unpack your suitcases with no judgment. Black Girl Interrupted will always be a place where I will help you drag that big old ugly suitcase that you've had pushed to the back of the closet for umpteen years, and I will help you sort through your dirty clothes and your clean
6: clothes.
3: (laughs) Not umpteen. I will help you. If you need me to laugh with you, let's laugh. We could cry together, we could cuss together, We whatever, get angry together, whatever I can do to help you make it through your day.
6: Yeah.
3: That's what Black Girl Interrupted represents. And that's what Black Girl Interrupted will continue to represent. I do this with no judgment. I do this with no bullying. I do this with no bullshit. I love each and every person. No, I'm not perfect. Do I have my flaws? Absolutely. But we could work through these flaws together. It's fine. My inbox is always open. You know my phone number, call me, send me a text. Hey, Ash, I need to talk. If I'm busy, I'll let you know, hey, I'm working right now. Are you going to be available to talk about 6 or 7 o'clock? Oh, you are? Okay. Let me call you then. Hell, if we have the video chat. Let's video chat. Yeah. But just know I'm always here for any and everybody. Yeah. I want to thank. I can't never get these fingers together. (laughs) There we go. Now my hand in the way. But I thank these two beautiful people for joining me on the panel tonight in regards to black men and mental illness. We have to do our part to break the stigma. Love on somebody a little extra today. Mm -hmm. That hug. That handshake, that text, a post could absolutely change someone's day. Let's start. Let's normalize being unselfish. Hmm. Let's normalize being able to pour into someone else's cup and still maintain yours.
6: Yes, indeed
3: dex what's your final thoughts and then we're gonna let lachelle give us her final thoughts give us your final thoughts dex
4: don't be afraid to do something because you think someone else is going to ridicule you for it spot on i love it it is better Mm -hmm. to me in my in my personal opinion based on the, the, the occupation that I had, I would rather you ask me for forgiveness than ask me for permission. Ooh. And you don't need permission to take care of your mental health. Because if your mental is broken, your physical is broken.
6: Yeah.
4: The one thing, we we, we glossed over it, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Stress can kill yeah. you. Yeah. You stress your body, you stress your mind out enough, your bodily functions will cease. How do you think heart attacks? What do you think heart attacks uh, come from? Strokes, things of those nature. You, You just think you're born with heart attacks? You have to stress the body enough for the heart to give up. And what controls the body?
5: Yeah.
4: The mind. and your mind is controlled by your emotions. Don't stress yourself to the point to where you need a tune-up because you ain't a car. Your tune-up, you'll, you'll never be the same. You can go to your humanly mechanic. You can go to your doctor. You can go to your therapist and try to get help, but you'll never be the same. I can rebuild a car, and it'd be just like brand new. I can't rebuild my body. I can't rebuild my heart. I damn sure can't rebuild my brain. Everybody says they want a God in life. I'm, we're giving you the cheat codes right now on how to get ahead. Are you willing to actually put the code in? Them? How's that?
6: Girl, you go oh, there
5: crying again, like, I, never I, need me, I you know need me,
4: you need me to push the button. You want me to push the button? I'm
5: want yeah. to look out her here. here I'm hold gonna up. Cry, baby.
4: I got you.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I told y'all I had buttons, I just turned them off for the show because I, I was gonna be serious. But if she's gonna be over there crying, you know, I, I'll bring button, push the button I'll out. Bring buttons out, you know.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> is, is you is you finished or is you done? You gonna put some respect back on your name? Come on now, we gotta close up and then we got few things to do. I'm hungry now. Now, shit, you,
6: yo, uh, we, yo we hit crap. Go, gonna go get something to
5: eat. <laughs> what's what's for dinner? Shit now, shit now,
4: shit. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I got Magic City wings in my refrigerator My fridge All right, that. The, the, what? But you ain't never had wings from Magic City. Them things is great. They small, but they're great. Mm. I, I, I ain't shit. I never claimed to be shit. I'm just here to help
6: y'all.
5: Okay, sis. Okay. As um as you said earlier, sis. Um I can I say I that. I'm the face of mental illness, um, especially advocacy because um, we've had it um, in my family, and I can think of one family member in particular. It led to his demise, to his to his death. So it's very, very near and dear to me because I've seen it head on and I've had times where, because I was familiar with it, I I wanted better for myself and for my family. And we totally took advantage of resources and what was offered, you know, when we were going through um, hard times and losing mm-hmm. loved ones. So, um, total total advocate of it don't sleep on the health the treatment the resources talking to a friend you know dialing a number you know you you have one life you know and you know you want to you deserve to be happy. You you want to, you know, ride, you know, ride to the wheels, fall off. You know, you deserve to be happy.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I started crying, Dex, because of what you said. What do I do? Now? God, God, God damn. To be
5: afraid
3: <laughs> oh. to about fuck what people see. that You know, I took a chance. Hey, well, you know, look at
4: you, look at you, look at you now. How many episodes it did now? Shit, eight (laughs) hundred and forty-seven. I'm tired. I'm tired, Negro. I'm tired. How many? I
3: think this is episode fifty. I think. Um, but you know, I, I. I love so, having these conversations. So, so you do. so
4: you don't reach the half century. Look at you don't make look at look at you don't made a half century. But you over here crying still. Girl, you're supposed to be celebrating. Celebrate
6: yes. the time. Come I on. Episode, I think this is episode number 50. I
3: think. Might yeah, I think this is episode. Uh, one yeah yeah they can't they, oh. they
4: run up they run up on you you know, you be forgetting how many how do you think i feel breaking my stigma yeah, it's yeah. just like damn I'm, how many I, I don't even number them no more <laughs> i just give them titles just you know i'm tired i don't even know what the hell. No, how many we don't did too many okay
3: <laughs> right and i'm looking forward to august when i take a break from uh black girl interrupted because i have some things that i'm working on for the, break. No, I'm not. No, what's, not what's not like thing no, only about. for the month of August. Only for the month of August. <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
4: so so <laughs> you taking time, a break? You know, my kids so that's what we for, that's what we're doing now. We taking yeah. breaks. Uh, oh, so so the
6: people yeah. that need just you, for you, you just gonna take a break. But I'm coming
3: now. back in September though. So I, I'm finishing uh, out June. Uh, I have all the episodes ready for uh, July, uh, and August. I'm taking a break because I have some things that are brewing for the end of the year.
4: That I need to put my energy into. Uh huh. But and then, you see, know, my kids are gonna I, I, I know to school you. In August, so. But see, see, you forget. I know you. And you just like me. <laughs> talk about you gonna take a break. And then August is gonna get here. and You gonna be over and talk about. All right, so what we talking about? You gonna be
3: on the air and talk about. I right. know I said we're taking a break, but. Uh, oh, we're gonna do another episode but of Black Air Interrupted. But my I girlfriend. am gonna do. But I am going to do the episode because the uh, the trial of the police officers in regards of uh, George Floyd, the trial does start in August. So I will do an episode um, in regards to that. Um, but for the most part, like, you know, like now I am because, like I said, I'm, I want to get with you and uh, my brother who has a podcast as well. We're trying to collectively get together um, to do some things for men and women for the end of the year now that everything is opening back up. Um, Michelle, I would definitely like to include you in on that, and we'll discuss At it once the moment. show in okay. um of what we're trying to do. Okay. Yeah. Again, I um, I do want to say thanks to my brother Dex from Breaking The Stigma. Shout out I to my you. sister Lachelle, who is Thank my you. sister who will be with me. June the 19th. So let me say this all of new orleans and all the surrounding areas y'all come support right. us for the 20, 21 20 black expo over 25 right. vendors included will be vendors uh june the 19 2021 at thrive in the ninth war baby off of desire parkway uh come show some support we'll have lots of entertainment uh lachelle will be helping uh, people of color get their resumes together. Yes. Your girl, The Black Girl Interrupted will be live at this event. So I'm so no. excited. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I will be talking to all the vendors. Uh, we have the Big Six Brass Band is going to be out there. We have our fingers crossed open. Tita Cantrell will be there. It's going to be an amazing event. I definitely yeah. do not want you guys to miss this again, June the 19th. And do not forget this Saturday at 12 p.m. Central time. Black Girl Interrupted is hosted. First Women Empowerment Conference.
2: All right.
3: right, over to the event, right? Get your tickets. The tickets are at the event. absolutely free, 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 free. So come get empowered, encouraged and uplifted with myself and three of me and women on the panel and again you can catch Break stigma on monday 7 p.m central time Tap in with my girl resume chick llc follow her on facebook and instagram under the same name and of course y'all know that girl interrupted tune in with me every tuesday night every thursday night 8 p.m central time 9 p.m eastern time i am on youtube i am on facebook I'm available on all the streaming platforms. There's too many to name, but go to Spotify, put in Black Girl Interrupted, go to iHeart, Deezer, come up, Black Girl Interrupted, and I promise it's going to pop up. Don't forget, this coming Thursday, I I am talking about, what is Thursday's topic? Thursday's topic, oh my God, it's so many. Oh, let me go. Oh my God. Y'all forgive me.
5: It's all good,
3: but this coming, but Thursday night, I am talking about. Oh, my apologies, black father son relationships. Will you be my daddy? So tune in with your girl Thursday night, eight pm central time, nine pm time. Again, talking about black father son relationships. So love you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for all the love and support. Don't forget, y'all go holler at my boy Dex on Monday nights, breaking the stigma. He is on Twitch. He is on YouTube. He is on Facebook. Tap in with my girl, Resume Chick LLC. Instagram, Facebook, if you need help with getting that resume together, playing dream job. Holler at my girl. Love y'all. See y'all Thursday night.
2: Love you. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy quando conquisti ciò che vuoi e sei più rilassata che dopo una vacanza in spa quando lo stile è il tuo tratto distintivo e gli occhiali il tuo punto di forza allora con Filman hai scoperto il tuo potere mostra il tuo potere occhiali da vista Filman a partire da 35 euro scopri di più su Filman.it occhiali Filman